You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Good morning and welcome to America's Web Radio. We're doing something a little different and uh, we're going to be starting a new show and I'm always delighted when we're doing that and uh, we haven't even uh, really settled on a name yet, I don't believe, but it's going to be... We've got Stephanie Stuckey, and once I say the name Stuckey, everybody, I wonder how many spoons across the nation uh, happen to drop and say, I know Stuckey's, and uh, we all remember Stuckey's, and uh, it's still going and blowing and doing quite well, and it's the... It's the, uh, I would say, the, the thing that I think about Stuckey's is, is uh, as we would travel as family and uh, as I was growing up, you know, there'd be a Stuckey's and, Daddy, can we stop? Daddy, can we stop? And uh, I think that's the memory everybody has of Stuckey's. It seems like uh, you all have so many and do such a service. So welcome to America's Web Radio, Stephanie, and uh, Thank you for joining us. Thank you, David. I appreciate being on, and we are trying to figure out a name for the show. We've bandered about a couple of ideas, uh, Stucky's memory, Stucky's nostalgia, take a Stucky stop. You know, maybe some of your listeners could post suggestions for us as sure. well. That We're would open be to ideas, so uh, send them to us. Yeah, uh, just send it to general manager at or GM at americaswebradio.com, and uh, we'll go from there. In fact, I bet... If we came up with a name from somebody that uh, they could get a card for a free Coke or a free cup of coffee. Oh, heck no. I'd just send them some pecan log rolls, and I actually happen to have some on me. This Ah. is our new packaging. This is our new, I call this our Big Daddy log roll, and I called my grandfather Big Daddy. This is the largest one we make. It's 10 ounces, and this is a trucker special. A lot of truckers will literally eat this in one sitting while they're driving so if you come up with a name that we end up choosing i'll send you a case of those 10 ounce pecan log rolls or whatever size you want of our famous pecan log rolls fantastic uh you know my uh, my cardiologist had a heart attack when he <laughs> oh, saw <no>. that <laughs> no no that, well but I, I always say them. treat yourself i know we're in the candy business and there is no way i'm going to say that this is necessarily a healthy product although pecans are full of antioxidants but everyone needs to treat themselves. Now, wait a second. You keep saying pecan. Now, that's like my, my friend's wife in Oregon says, but I grew up in Texas, and we say pecan. say pecan. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the number one pronunciation in America, I just saw a pulse. I don't know who took this poll, but 70% of Americans say pecan. So... I don't know if that means you're right or wrong. There's no correct pronunciation. There's I just actually wonder, four ways to say it. You, yeah. Can you can you come up with the four ways to say it? Pecan. Pecan. Uh, pecan. Yeah, I, I said pecan. Or did you? Pecan. Pecan. Oh, yeah. okay. Then pecan. Oh. Then pecan and pecan. Wait. Pecan. Pecan. Yes. yes. So there. So you you have to change the emphasis on the syllable, but there's no correct way. And my grandfather used to say, "Depends on who's buying." Yep. If he was up in New York City selling to some influential buyers, he would say pecan. And then down in South Georgia, which is where we're from, I've always said pecan. Hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. 
Yeah, see, this is going to be a very informative show. There you go. It, it, well, you'll learn things <laughs> valuable that knowledge you never imagined. And uh, well, one of the subjects is going to be very interesting, near and dear to my heart today. And um, then we've got uh, you've got the drinking bird and uh, just all sorts of stuff. And I, you know, I can't imagine a kid of any age and. I'm still a kid. I still right. have, you know, I kid drive at heart. by. Yeah, I drive by a Stuckey's, and it's almost like the car. I don't know what y'all have done to all the automobiles in the world, but it's just like it wants to turn in, you yeah. know. Pull yeah. off and go into Stuckey's, and like we talked one time, uh, you know, come on into Stuckey's, bring your memories. And that's what you have every time. Every time I pass a Stuckey's, it's a flashback to when I was a kid. And, well, and, thank you, uh, David. And that's what I've, I've been really pushing that differentiates us from other stops on America's highways is that we come with memories. And we've been on the interstate highway system since the beginning. We, we were founded before the highway system, before Eisenhower passed that in 1952. We were founded in 1937 as a roadside produce stand selling pecans in Eastman, Georgia. So we've been around a long time, but just like America, we've had our ups and downs, and the company fell out of family hands for decades. Hmm. So that's why we've had a... A bit of a, a bit of a downward trajectory, but we're on the upswing, and I've been with the company since November. My father took over the company before me, but he retired and largely left the company without sh- anyone managing or running it for quite a while. And so I've come in, and my father and I are very much in touch, and we are rebuilding the brand. And so we're, we're looking to have more stores and more candy products and just bringing back what was wonderful about not only Stuckey's, but the Great American Road Trip, which I think is headed for a revival. And what does everybody think about the Great American Road Trip? What's the first thing that comes to mind? Well, I'm biased, so I'll say Stuckey's, but I just think of getting in that most of us had those station wagons with the wood sides and had a lot of brothers and sisters and you'd pile on that car and mom would want to stop and dad would want to make good time (laughs) and just pulling over to not just Stuckey's but I'll give a shout out to Howard Johnson. I don't remember seeing you in our car. Right? (laughs) And playing those fun games, travel bingo and license plate identification and you know i spy we had so much fun with those road trip games and oh yeah honestly i think kids today my kids included are missing out because they've all got their electronic devices or they're wired up to their own individual screens with their own movies so you don't even get to fight about what movie to watch you know those are great consensus building collaboration oh, yeah. skills that you learn in the back seat of cars. Name, name the car in front of us on the tail lights you know, from the right. tail lights. You know, we'd play that all the time, my older sister and I. And uh, but I, you say road trip to me, and the first thing that comes to mind is Route sixty six. Right, the mother road. Yep. I, I was just on Route sixty six not ah. too long ago. What I love about Route sixty six is it is uh, nationally protected. It, it is de- designated under the Historic Preservation Act Mm. as it should be. So just like a a historic home is designated, Route 66 is designated. And the special thing about Route 66 when you travel on it is all the people you meet. Everyone recognizes this is something really special. And, And you're riding on history. 
That's right. And uh, do you know do you know why Eisenhower put in the uh, interstate system? I do not. So we could land planes on it in case <gasps> we were attacked. Right. My father did tell me that. See, yeah. this is such an educational show. It is. Learn all about American history. And that revolutionized the road trip. That, along with the post-War II economic boom, people were getting on the road to travel. Air travel was prohibitively expensive back in the day. The Airline Deregulation Act in 1982, I hope I got my date right on that, but it was the early 80s, completely revolutionized people being able to domestically travel by air. But before then, you couldn't get a family of five and go on a vacation and and take an airplane. It was only for businessmen. And then you got to the other end, and you had to rent a car, and that was that's right. That was expensive, but All you know that. it's uh, you know travel, and and we do a show called a classic car show, which uh, oh yeah, uh, Stuckies is going to be involved in. We should um, be, we should yeah. be classic car lovers and Stuckies. We, we go together like pecans and log rolls. <laughs> but you know when we're doing those, and and we give a little history class on Saturday mornings during the classic car show, and that's that's the fact that. Today, it's a shame. Our history books and what kids are learning, you know, they pass over a lot of things. And one of the most important things is what cars have meant to the United States and trucks. I mean, they are... They have made the United States, and they've made Stuckies by pulling off to the side of the road and taking trips and all of this. And uh, it's a shame that our textbooks today don't realize and really tell the story of the car and we we did learn though this year how important trucks were when you were short of toilet paper absolutely yeah and you know this is actually national trucker appreciation week Hmm. and i i didn't even know that i post on social media now i'm i'm learning instagram and Twitter and all of those forums, and I posted. I I frequently post about truckers, and I had a picture of me with a trucker and said, "Thank a trucker," and then all these people retweeted and said, "Thanks for recognizing Trucker Appreciation Week." I didn't even know that. For me, every week is Trucker Appreciation Week, but. They keep America moving, and oh, yeah. all this talk about frontline heroes and thank a healthcare worker. Absolutely, we should. So grateful for our healthcare workers, but just don't forget the truckers while you're giving a nod to the healthcare workers because they're out working long hours, subpar wages quite often, and it's grueling. And they sleep in their trucks. They they take showers in truck stops, which are nice, but. Well, sometimes it ain't like being sometimes home. it's not that you know it's it's a hard life. Oh, it is. And what and, they and do it, is critical to our supply chain economy. We could not function were it not for truckers. What's interesting is uh, there are more and more women getting into right? driving, which yeah. I, I think is fantastic. If I can say a slightly off-color word, those ladies are kick-ass. Yeah, <laughs> I've gotten to know some of them, and they are amazing. You know, fun fact: so many of them do really. They live in their trucks, and they're nicely decorated. A lot of them have pets to keep them company. Usually, a dog. Because I don't think cats would travel too well in a truck. But so many of them have dogs, which I've always thought was so fascinating. So you'll look in their truck, and they'll have a little dog bed, and it, it it looks lovely. They've often decorated them really well. So it's cool to get to know some of the truckers, and I, I really take the time to go out and talk to them, and I'll hand them a free pecan log roll and just say thank you. 
Oh, that's great. You know, one thing that we we discussed not too long ago on on uh, our classic car show, and and we had a we had a trucker on, as a matter of fact, and uh, we were talking about what they did, and you know, and again back to nostalgia and the good old days, and uh, shortly after I got my driver's license, I was on the road some, and uh, the courtesy on the roads from the truckers was incredible and if you were wanting to pass them they'd flick their lights that yeah. you know it was okay or you'd blink your lights that you were about to pass and and uh, you know one thing that they i guess today they don't make cars anymore with turn signals uh very seldom do you see people Nobody use turns nobody uses them yeah right but anyway uh, we so were annoying. talking to, we were talking about uh, the courtesy that truckers always had and and back a long time ago that uh, some, that citizens had with truckers in play, in you know using their turn signals or f- flashing their lights when they were coming by and so forth now when i was a kid in the back seat of the car what me and my brothers would do is we'd do this and get the oh, truckers yeah. to honk <laughs> oh yeah so much fun yep. the other thing is cb radios oh yeah that? Breaker, oh. breaker one nine and my breaker, brothers breaker. and I, I have three brothers and I, uh, a sister growing up, and we would get on that CB radio. And if we got a trucker talking to us, that was just the bomb. We yeah. would get so excited. And we try to learn all the lingo. I forget most of it now, but I remember we had handles. Yeah. If you <laughs> yeah. were in the rocker, you were between two truckers. That's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was. Yeah, I loved it. And, you know, and. We are so sophisticated now that I think we've uh, sophisticated ourselves out of a lot of fun that we had. And that's, yeah. that's a shame. And, uh, you know, it's uh, one of the first things I taught my two boys was how to change a tire. You're going to yeah. have a car. You're going to need to know how. If something happens, you're going to need to know how. And, and today, <laughs> I at 12 years old, I lived getting a car i that was that was yeah. all i was focused focused on was getting a car you know and um today kids don't even want to drive uh i have a nephew that he didn't start driving until he was after he was 18 and, yeah. and so and more and more or and i can't imagine that that's all i live for was to yeah. get behind the wheel well we are starting to see that trend in the other direction with COVID, and there's been so many terrible things that happen with COVID, but you also see times of crisis in this country. We are a country that rolls up its sleeves and we innovate and we're resilient and we pivot. And that's what's happened. We've seen so many people figure out how to adapt and even thrive with this new environment that we find ourselves in. And part of that is we are seeing more people taking road trips. They can't fly by plane for a variety of reasons. Now it's getting more expensive, and it's not safe. You you risk getting infected, and so and big cities are have higher risk of get you know have higher rates of COVID nineteen. So there's all sorts of reasons why people are getting in cars and visiting these small towns across America as opposed to the big cities, and that's where Stuckey's is. We're in Cuba, Missouri, and. 
Anawake, Texas, and Baghdad, Florida, and Somerton, South Carolina, and Old Fort, North Carolina, and Mapsville, uh, Virginia, and I could go on and on <laughs> with these small towns, Yeehaw Junction, Florida. And what you brought up COVID-19, so what all did you have to immediately change in sterilization and you know and yeah and i and i i remember stuckey's is always extremely clean walking in yeah but you know with the virus and all i'm sure you had to make some changes so we are working like i said we, i've recently taken on the company which is has been a little sleepy it needs some it needs some revitalization and some rebuilding and some rebranding and we've got our work cut out for us some of our stores are fixer-uppers none of them are corporate owned they're all franchise operated so Mm. i'm in the process of first visiting every single store we have 67 locations and i'm about two-thirds through it has been a little challenging with covid i can't get around as easily as i would like to but i'm still out there on the road visiting the stores but Frankly, some franchisees are doing a better job of keeping their stores clean than others. So we're in the process of revamping our franchise program so we can institute some more quality controls at the corporate level. But I can say in talking to the individual franchisees, they're all taking precautions. Some of our stores have had curbside service. Quite a few have instituted apps where you can order online and then you just come in their store and you grab and go with your food order so you don't have to linger in the store. So we're seeing a lot of those preventative measures being implemented. Stephanie, when we would go in, I don't remember eating that often at a Stuckey's. That's right. uh, Okay, so you all have now incorporated a a full menu or a menu? No, and and this is an interesting story about my grandfather. He did not want full-service sit-down restaurants in his store for a variety of reasons. It certainly adds cost, but the main reason was he wanted people walking around his stores and looking at the candy, Mm -hmm. looking at the novelty items like the Dunkin' Bird, and spending money on souvenirs and candy and pecans. So he didn't want people sitting down. He would have a fast, really, back in the day, we called it snack bars. I still call it snack bars. So he would have things like hot dogs and pimento cheese sandwiches and a basic offering of food, but it was always fast food. But before there was really fast food, right? But he wanted families to have a quick stop, families on the go to be able to pull over, use the restroom, get some food, and have just a fun experience while they were at it. So Stucky's was not just a, a stop, it was an experience. Oh, yeah. And the other thing that you and, or you, at some point you incorporated, because the going back in my memory, I didn't remember you all being affiliated with a, uh, a guest We've always had gas. Have you? Yeah. Okay. For some reason, I... You're not the only one. Actually, I just read a a really good book on the history of the Great American Road Trip. Rich Rattay, I hope I'm pronouncing his name right, R-A-T-A-Y, and it's called Are We There Yet? (laughs) And he said in his book that we didn't have gas. So I had to reach out to him and say, we've always had gas. But that is a wonderful book. I highly recommend it. And he has a couple of pages about Stuckey's, which very much appreciate. So, yeah, we've always had gas, and back in the day, it was Texaco. Hmm. It was Stuckey's in Texaco. We used to have a sweetheart deal with them. Unfortunately, we lost that deal when my grandfather sold Stuckey's in 1964, and so now only a handful of locations will have Texaco. We have all sorts of 
gas brands available. But every single pullover Stucky store has gasoline. And okay, hopefully in so the future we'll have EV charging. And what? EV charging for oh. electric vehicles. <laughs> okay. Um, we won't even go into that. We're but trying anyway. to innovate. So <laughs> just, just so you know, we are forward-focused at Stuckey's, and we're looking to make sure we're accommodating consumers of the future, not just the present and the past. That's interesting. Uh, you never, th- or I never think about that really. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if I'm ready for an electric car or not. But well, uh, that's fine. You know, there's, <laughs> that's why there's lots of offerings. You know, speaking of road trips, I did want to. I meant to give a shout out on Route 66. I pulled over recently on my last Route 66 trip to this wonderful place, uh, Round Barn, huh. which is a round barn. Uh, it's outside of Arcadia, Missouri, and they shaped it round because all the winds would come by and would tear down a lot of the other barns, so the the wind wouldn't do as much damage, apparently, to the, to the round shape of this barn, and it's been there for almost, oh gosh, it's well over 100 years. It's a wow. beautiful historic place. It's got a great gift shop. I'm all about the gift shop, and it's right down the road from... Pops 66, which is the largest collection of vintage sodas. So any kind of old root beer that you might like or soda pop, they've got over 700 different varieties of classic sodas. And it's right there on Route 66, and they have a giant, the world's largest soda pop bottle out front. So you can go get your picture taken with the world's largest soda pop bottle. Interesting. I, I never heard about that. Yeah. Uh, I'm all about the road trip. You know, that's <laughs> that's Stucky's mission is we make road trips fun. So we really want people to not just stop at Stucky's, but explore America along the highways and byways and back roads and take the exits while you're taking your trips. You know, just like you mentioned about flying, and we, uh, we seem to always particularly in the past uh, 15 20 years we're always in a rush we got to get there we got to yeah. get but you know there's nothing more beautiful than taking a road trip and getting to see the united states yeah we see, have a great see country see the usa in your chevrolet yeah oh i love it yeah you know? <laughs> but we do we have such a wonderful country oh, and it is. it's not just the big cities i would say that pulling over at Pop Soda Pop and looking at all of those wonderful sodas that really tell the history of this country, that's just as much of a cultural experience as going to the Museum of Natural History at the Smithsonian. Now, do you want to learn something else? Sure. Do you know what Dr. Pepper is? Oh, 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 oh. Uh, something funky. Uh, cardamom. Cumin. No. I don't know. No. It's a funky spice. You, know, you remember what the old Dr. Pepper bottle had on it? I am trying to remember. I just remember the logo. No, okay. I don't remember what was on it. A clock. A clock. And it mm. was it was the the three numbers that were on it were ten, two, and four. And you know why? 
That's when you take a break to drink a Dr. Pepper? Well, Dr. Pepper, if you remember the old westerns and stuff on TV, there was always a traveling snake oil salesperson, you know? Oh, yeah. And there really was a Dr. Pepper. And uh, he and my grandfather got to be friends. And my grandfather, and this was when my grandfather was very young, and uh, my grandfather always said, someday I'm going to have a Dr. Pepper plant. But Dr. Pepper, the reason it was a snake oil type thing was that its its primary ingredients is prune juice. And if you took Ooh. if you took <laughs> if you drank a Dr. Pepper at ten, two, okay. and four, you'd be very regular. Keeps you regular. Oh and, my gosh! They don't they don't advertise that no, now. I don't no. think that's much of a selling no. point anymore. <laughs> but that's, that's where it all came from out in out in West well in in near Waco, Texas, and. I love it. Um, then when Coke carbonized, well, you know, and, and put carbonated water in their product, then Dr. Pepper shortly thereafter followed suit. And uh, but that's why the old clock was on all the Dr. Pepper bottles, uh, ten, two, and four. It's not and, on there uh, anymore, though. Nope. Took nope. those off. I love those origin stories. Oh, they're beautiful. And that's similar for Coca-Cola. Yeah. Coca-Cola started out a bit of a snake oil salesman type as well, where it was supposed to cure all sorts of ailments. And, and it had Coke in it. It had cocaine in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was definitely a picker-upper. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but if you say so, whatever. But anyway, uh, it's, it's a real plus and, and a real delight. To be to have Stuckies with us. Thank and, you. Uh, what hopefully what we'll be doing in the in the future is more and more nostalgia and just talk about you know I think this is something that we all miss and yeah. during during what we've been going through and by the way I, I want to take two seconds I don't generally politicize by any stretch but I'm ashamed of our media. I think what Trump did yesterday was probably one of the most important documents signed in the last 50 or 100 years. And um, I think everybody in the media should be touting the fact that peace has come to the Middle East for the first time. And and we'll see how long. Hopefully it'll last forever and ever. And uh, more that will sign on to it and uh, continue. And I'm embarrassed with my profession that more people didn't acknowledge the importance of it. And, um, you know, I haven't traveled to the Middle East mainly because it was just not safe. And uh, now it will be safe, I think. so. Mm. I uh, have actually stayed away from the news lately. Yeah. It's just been a rather lot depressing. With what's <laughs> happening in the world. Yeah. I uh, certainly want to see peace in the Middle East, so I might need to follow that. But, yeah, I have been staying away from politics lately. I am focused on what I think is really uplifting in this country. I think right now there's so much divisiveness, and I just want to focus on things that unite us as a country. Let me ask, uh, do you have locations in California? We used to, okay, but very limited. Like uh, The one store I know we had, I I confirmed with my dad, was Barstow, California. Hmm. We've always been based solidly in the southeast, and then expanded to the west like Arizona, New Mexico and Texas and Oklahoma, Kansas. Today we go the furthest west we go is Kansas and Texas. Well, let's get let's get serious for a second. And and you just said the stores are are franchise owned. That's right. right. 
So, I'm interested in uh, getting a Stucky's location. Are they still available? They are, but it's on hold right now because we're in the process, like I said, of redoing our our franchise program. So we're we're pulling that together. So in very short order, we will be in a position to start franchising again. But for now, my my focus is on improving the look of our existing stores before we really start expanding. But we are in very active talks with a variety of people who are experts in franchising, including lawyers. And mm-hmm. I'm a lawyer, so I can't say damn lawyers or anything like that, but we definitely need some legal support and making sure our franchise program moving forward is a really solid one. So we're in the process of doing that. Give me give me a couple months, maybe even less than that. I, that's, I was up late last night working on that, actually. So can we uh, can we be the first to announce that franchises, Stucky franchises, are now available sure. at some point? Sure. Yeah. And if people reach out to me, there are some there are some options that can be pursued immediately that we can discuss offline. Uh, the The easiest thing right now is that we have active B two B or business to business accounts, and we have over two hundred locations all over the country that are currently selling our product. Mm. For example, we've got over 100 Ace Hardware stores in the Midwest that just signed up to carry some of our, I've got our our classic box here. It's not completely full. I just grabbed some different sizes of our log rolls. But you can buy into our Yellow Box program and get some of our Divinity, our Pralines, Pecans. We have a whole line of flavored pecans and, of course, our famous pecan log roll. So that's an easy starting sure. place if you're interested in getting engaged with Stuckies is if you've got a retail operation, we are more than happy to offer you wholesale pricing and we've got a catalog, so I'd almost just venture out. to say that you would uh, furnish the B2B a, a sign outside that we handle Stuckies products or something. To, well, we're working on it. Again, we're building the program. That's uh, great. So before you can run, you got to crawl, and so we're, we're we're in the crawling. Hopefully, getting to the walking stage. But I have been designing signage. I've got a wonderful brand consultant who's helping me. We've rolled out this new logo. I say maybe new in air quotes because this is actually the original Stucky's logo. Hmm. So we're going back to our original look. This is you can see this is the logo we were using, mm-hmm. which is more of an '80s logo, which is actually a little dated now hard to believe because the 80s seemed like yesterday but we're going back to this is really like the 1950s logo 1960s so some of y'all may recall seeing that and i i like it because from a marketing standpoint this is more visible we want what's the number one goal is to get people pull over sure sure so which one can you see better i know this one is smaller but the lettering is smaller it's not as i call this the chubby logo this is the (laughs) logo that's been snacking on some log rolls You know, you go against, I know you're an attorney, and we talked about that a long time ago, but, you know, you go against the uh, saying on uh, attorneys that, uh, you know, how you can tell when an attorney's lying, and that's when they're talking, or when they open their mouth. Oh, ouch. So, but you've gone against all of that. I know you're telling the truth, and and, um, the truth will set you free. So, you know, I, I think that Stuckey's is... I think you're doing a great job of bringing it. I don't want to say bringing it back. It never really went anywhere. It yeah. just, uh, just you know, had a little hiccup and 
Now yeah. it's back. I, I, I actually have been – I thought of this last night. I should post on social media. We're still here. Where have you been? We've always been there. We're just there in less numbers because we lost the company. It was sold to another company that then got bought out in a hostile takeover by a Chicago Railroad conglomerate. And they didn't understand the brand. Many of the stores were shuttered during that time period. We lost over 200 stores. Wow. Yeah. So the brand really suffered. We lost the candy plant. We lost the trucking company. We've lost the billboard company. Everything except for a handful of stores and our distribution center. And so we're we're rebuilding. But at least we've got a solid base. And the strongest foundation we have is the brand. And, and people's sure. memories of the brand. That's that, that's what we've got. That's And that's well, the most important thing. And, uh, you know, you, you can't destroy memories. You and, can't. Uh, and uh, when, when, you, when a memory puts a smile on your face, then you're going to share that with your kids. You're going to share yeah. that with your grandparents or your parents that are riding along with you or whatever and, and talk about it. You'll see the sign. And then that's all you'll talk about until you pull in. Yeah. And that's Stuckies. And that's what you all are known for. Memories. Yeah. I get hundreds of letters, emails, messages. There's so many different ways people can reach me. And they share their memories of Stuckies every single day. And I start every morning reading those, reading those memories, because it, it, it grounds me, but it inspires me at the same time. It, it just reminds me, like, this is why you're doing all the hard work you're doing now. This is why I invested my life savings into buying this company from my father and his former partners and rebuilding it. It's because there's something so special there, and I want a whole new generation of people to have those same memories. I want to tap into people who existing, you know, have those memories, but we want to build more. Sure. We want the company to to not only survive, but to thrive. Let me ask, um, <laughs> basically nobody knows my name, but what's it like to have a name that is known nationally and Oh, come on. You can't be really, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of funny. I really think I had a great upbringing because we're from Eastman, Georgia. And had I really grown up in Eastman, I think I would have been a big fish in a small pond. But when I was a kid, my dad got elected to Congress, and he packed up and moved the whole family to Washington, D.C. So it was kind of like the Beverly Hillbillies, only it was the Georgia (laughs) Hillbillies going to D.C. And I was plunked into a D.C. prep school, and none of those kids knew Stuckies and kind of made fun of my southern accent. I remember the principal pulled my mother in and said, your daughter has got to quit saying yes, ma'am, and no, sir, to the teachers because that's not what we do here. And my mom said, we are from the South, and my child is going to say, yes, ma'am, and no, sir. (laughs) But all that's to say, I grew up largely in an environment where it wasn't a known name in in Washington, D.C. And so I didn't get that as much. Then I came back to Georgia for college and law school at the University of Georgia. Go dogs! (laughs) And then I would start getting it occasionally. But frankly, then the brand had started to suffer, so it wasn't as well known. The, the, The funniest thing I get fairly frequently is when people recognize the name and they'll say, are you part of the Stuckey's family? And I'll say, yes, my grandfather, yada, yada. And then they'll say... Or, or I'll just say, um, oh, they'll say, oh, we love the Stucky stores. My um, my boyfriend's family is the Stucky's family. You know, I'll, I'll get that all the time. People will say, well, so and so, like I know my first 
my second cousin on the other side of the family says she's related to the Stuckies or my childhood friend was the heir to that family and I'll say oh well who was that person and it's not part of my family <laughs> and so I, I I rarely correct them but you know that, I rarely that, correct them because I'm yeah. like why should I hey I am flattered but, yeah that's a some Michael Stuckey out there who is completely not related to me wants to say he's part of my family I will claim you please hold especially if you keep getting people to pull over and stop so uh yeah I'm I'm fine with that so and then a, a lot of times people will just share their memories and that that means the world to me I never get tired of it you, you can tell me pulling over at Stucky's stories all day long. Please hold on. You know, that, that's another thing. Uh, again, I bet if somebody sent in their favorite story about Stucky's and we read it on the air on one of the shows, yeah, I bet they would get a at least a pecan roll. Yeah, and you know what? Next show, I'll bring some of our our swag in. We have some bumper stickers. We have not just the pecan log rolls, but we also have pralines and divinity. And I've got uh, bumper stickers and stickers, just stickers that you can stick on notebooks and bicycles and stuff. So I'll bring in some of our, our swag and happy to offer those as as prizes for your Great. listeners. I think that'll be fun. And, yeah. uh, I love you know, giveaways. Your favorite story, your favorite yeah. Stucky story. Hey, and if you have photos, I absolutely love it. Someone sent in a photo of their grandmother at a Stuckey's the other day from the 1950s. Totally wow. made my day. Like, I was literally tearing up looking at that. It was just, it was amazing. I, I love those little gems and those finds. So if you got any family archives, films, pictures of stopping at Stuckey's, you will definitely get a log roll and some swag for that. <laughs> That's neat. And uh, and a hat. Oh, and a hat. I forgot. Oh, I'm wearing a hat. You're wearing a hat, yes. <laughs> I don't oh. know if, if my eyes are really showing that much. i got to look at the camera more. But <laughs> i got my Stuckey's hat on. <laughs> well, that, that'll, that'll get you into any Stuckey's. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So I, I will let you know, when I go to Stuckey's, I pay full, full price. I do not come in and say... I want some free stuff because free it is ball. franchise operated. So technically, we don't own that store. It's owned by the franchisee. I have a lot of respect for that. So I'm not going to go in and get some freebies. But <laughs> I do. I do usually call and let them know I'm I'm going to be there. Sometimes I just show up though. I'm a mystery shopper. <laughs> well, I, I think that's good. And that uh, you know, if if they've got a problem or an employee problem, then you know you can casually point it out or do whatever you do. But you know, I would say, you know, Stuckies is just fun. Thank and you. I would imagine that your employees exhume the same feeling of it's fun to work here and it's uh we meet a lot of people and um you know yeah. it's just fun and yeah. i think that's you can't say that about every business yeah some of our our staff i had such a great time when i did my route 66 journey a couple months ago and then i went to kansas after the i went through missouri stopping at all these fun places we have a we have a stuckies in doolittle missouri right off of route 66 hmm. but after that i went to Pexico, kansas one of our original stores has a beautiful blue roof that people recognize and there's only a handful of those original blue roof stores still there the guy who was at the cash register had been at that store for decades <laughs> and he said i love it here he's that people come in all the time and they share their stories and it's just happy. It's a happy place. And again, 
that didn't just make my day. That made my week, month. <laughs> I, I, that was such a fun experience going and visiting with those folks. Why do I have a feeling you couldn't get you couldn't wait to get back and tell somebody that story? Right. Well, I mean, I'm like, let me take my picture with you, and we posted it on Facebook, and I said I had so much fun visiting the Paxico, Kansas store. That's super. Yeah, That's absolutely super. Um, Stephanie, what we're we're about to have to close out the show, but what uh, if we left out anything? Well, uh, I would other just than say inviting everybody in. Right. So more to come. We've talked about moving forward. I love just having a, a conversation. So definitely solicit viewer feedback, listener feedback. If you've got some thoughts about what you want us to discuss, we're happy to do that. And we've also talked about, you know, here's a little teaser. Next week we will talk about the Duncan Bird. We, we'll talk about some of the fun souvenirs and kitschy memorabilia that you can find at Stuckey's. We'll, we'll talk about saltwater taffy and what are the origins of that. I think origin stories like the Coca-Cola and the Dr. Pepper are so much fun. So we'll give some origin stories and, and we'll start eating some candy on the show too. Oh. I could use a little morning a little sugar lift. boost. A little, a, tr- a little treat yourself moment. Always important. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be fun, and uh, I appreciate the fact that uh, uh, you're open to the uh, the people that are listening and a giveaway or whatever. And this show will be on Wednesday mornings at nine o'clock, right? Yes, I got the look. I was running late this morning, so I will be on time moving forward. <laughs> no, <laughs> I no, missed the exit, but now I know how to get here. But uh, you know. It's going to be a continuous thing, and the idea yeah. is for as we pick up listeners to the show, is that uh, they can pick up Stuckies for the show. Absolutely, and uh, we'll we'll come up with some kinky ideas about what people can do while they're listening. And you know, the last thought I'm I'm going to pass on: Stuckies has been so successful, and so successful with your gift portion of it and memorabilia that people can mm-hmm. buy and keep that there are a number of places that have copied Stuckey's and there's no better compliment than to be copied. I Well, that's a good way of putting it. Sometimes the competitive side of me kicks in and I'll see some of those other locations and think, darn, they're stealing our ideas. But you're right. And really no ideas are really new ideas. They're just being done in a different way. And so... You know, it's good to have a competitive landscape, especially if you're the consumer. That's what you want. So we invite that, and I think we still have something very special to offer road trippers. And so look forward to seeing you on your next road trip. Well, with that being said, we're going to have to uh, bail out and get ready for our 10 o'clock show, which is uh, Pete Maca. And, oh, that's that's one thing. And, and this, this is one of our shows that we talk about and talk with veterans. And... Um, I bet somewhere down the road, Stuckey's would, uh, if you can show that you're a veteran and have served our country and served it well, uh, I would even help foot the bill for that, uh, a cup of coffee or whatever, because our veterans are, and and we're losing so many of them today. So true. Uh, Well, the other thing I would like to start doing, I know time is short, but I'm trying to be more thoughtful about our procurement processes and what companies we do business with. And I'm definitely looking to see our companies veteran-owned. And, in fact, a company that I met with for about three hours yesterday, and I'm hoping to 
use them for some for some consulting work with our logistics system, it's run by a disabled veteran. Mm, so that's great. I, when, when he said that, I perked up. And so we definitely would like to support our veterans in a variety of ways. And what better way than to support veteran-owned businesses? So if you're a veteran-owned business, think you've got something that might align with Stuckey's, by all means, reach out to me. You can reach me via our website or sstuckey at stuckeys.com or find me on social media at at stuckeystop. I'm pretty easy to find. You are. (laughs) And LinkedIn. I get a ton of LinkedIn messages, so anything sort of business-related, feel free to message me that way. Stephanie, thank you very much. And uh, Thank you. We'll see you in a week. See you next week. Thank, thank you. you. Take care. Bye. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.